Green Queen. We are missing our beloved Binge Monster. However, Binge Monster will be back next week. Okay, I'm going to stop. Um, but today, in place of Binge Monster, to help fill in the gaps of where I cannot fill, we have my partner, my love, Crazed Gamer, aka YouTube Walkthrough um, Extraordinaire, these sweet cheeks here today. You can look, you know, you can seriously find you on, you can, okay, seriously, you can find these sweet cheeks on YouTube. That's such a funny name. Looking, if you're looking for gaming walkthroughs, it's good. Wait, it's good. Thank Go you. On. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here again. I think this is my third time. Oh, yeah. Long time listener, third time caller. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm excited to talk about. The Apothecary Diaries. Oh my gosh, no. Damn, did I say it wrong? Apothecary. Apothecary, okay. Apocaperi. Apocaperi. I keep messing it up. Apothecary Diaries. Team, Apothecary Diaries has been coming out um, basically for... The, it, it started last season and it's bleeding into this winter season. And I recently binged it um, pretty much until the most recent episode. Actually, I think there's 13 out and I stopped... Or took a pause, rather, uh, because I was watching it in dub. And I think at at episode 11 right now, when we're recording this, um, the dub is not out. So I might have to finish it in sub. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I have to, like, do that when I have, like, a lot of time to focus. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I love it. And people have been talking about it all season, this season and last season. So I was like, okay, I really need to watch this. Um, you know, one of my Twitch chatters, Lang went and like binged the whole thing. So I was like, okay, it's my turn. I need to do it. And I was excited to talk about it. And then when we heard Binge Monster couldn't make it today, I was like, Cheeks, you got to watch this because you got to be on the show. <laughs> so you binged it in like 24 hours, not even. Well, I started this morning with breakfast. We had breakfast and then I watched a little bit into the gym. And by now I'm on, I'm on episode eight. Mm -hmm. So I do have a, a good idea of what's going on. I'm mm -hmm. enjoying it. You know, it's a it's a very good anime. Mm -hmm. um, it's It reminds me a lot of House MD mm -hmm. where in house like you know house uh gets a a case and then he goes through medical diagnosis but then he goes even further where he tells his assistants like in this it's chase foreman and i forgot cameron he tells them all right mm -hmm. you two go to the patient's house you foreman go to the patient's job and tell me what you find and then they make yeah. phone calls they talk about it and this kind of gives me that same vibe Mm -hmm. So I'm very interested in this anime. Yeah. And, and just to give our listeners a little bit of context here without getting into like too much of the season, because I really, I really cannot recommend you watch it enough if you are not already. And if I'm late, yeah, I am. Look at me with hugs, please. Um, okay. So, but this the Apothecary Diaries follows Mau Mau, who basically is an apothecary in the red light district with her family. Her father is basically her senior, I think pretty much taught her everything she knows um there one day she gets kidnapped and she's brought to be a servant at the royal palace mm -hmm. and um from there basically you know you're not mau mau is like okay okay first of all she's an amazing character which we'll get into but she's very smart very very smart and she goes okay well i know that if i you know don't look appealing and can't read and write then I will go through this entire process. I will do my servitude 
and I will basically come out unscathed. Like I will fly completely under the radar. And like, that's like her motive mm-hmm. um, of which of course she can't <laughs> as the main character. And so what happens is, and this is all within the first episode. So I'm really just kind of giving you like a, a bird's eye view into the first episode. Um, it comes out, she can read and she can read and write. Someone kind of, I spies her, but it's because she notices that there's two of the concubines, um, which are essentially, and I'm, I'm actually learning a lot now about like the, the layers of this and the, and the ins and outs of a traditional like Chinese empire and what the royal palace really goes on and like what happens there part of me so there there is a sense to this anime that is historical which i think a lot of people really enjoy but there's several concubines and basically i think their purpose is to like look beautiful bear children and live a peaceful life um by the emperor so the emperor will you know impregnate many of them or at whatever time um so two of them happen to be pregnant at the same time they give birth and so forth and the babies are sick so the the women are feeling a little under the weather the babies are very very sick um mau mau our lead protagonist knows why so mau mau writes like this dis- like this like discreet letter yes. saying hey it's the makeup you got to stop wearing that type of makeup because it has like poison in it or something that the babies can't have that's correct and she gets that because of her experience in the red light district. Mm-hmm. You know, she has had friends who have withered away basically yeah. with this makeup. It's very toxic to the body. But, you know, in for years of being beautiful, you know, you exchange a lifetime of life. You know, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, three years you look gorgeous, but then you only live three years. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that. So she has told them that because of her experience yeah so she leaves this like descriptive or like she leaves this letter saying stop wearing that makeup and she does it kind of like she's hiding but it winds up that someone puts the pieces together and goes you can read and write she gets moved up and now she becomes the taster of one of the concubines which is our lady Liu. No, no, our lady Gyokyu, uh, something like that. Gyokyu, sorry, yeah, she's sorry. She's from the Jade, the Jade Palace. Yes, the Jade Palace. Yes, Jade okay, Palace. so so yeah. Mau Mau's taken to the Jade Palace, which is just again like one of the concubines' like estates, I'll, I'll say, or like mm-hmm. houses, yeah. wings, what have you. Because within the palace, um, just traditionally speaking, they are a large, large grounds with like huge walls, sometimes a moat, a different <clears throat> wings, um, you know, and there are like how do you say um composed of many buildings large areas surrounded by walls they have like civil government areas royal gardens um a place of court various things like that so like it's it's a huge estate it's a huge estate it's it's the biggest estate it's the biggest city yeah once you're brought there you're in your own city (laughs) yes sorry (laughs) cheeks cheeks can sum it up better than i can (laughs) um so that's just some context into like the world and the circumstance of our main character correct yeah, who like? Let's talk about Mao Mao for a little bit because I love I, her. She's she, great. What are what were your first impressions of <clears throat> Mao Mao? You know, she she's very uh, she wants to be under the radar, but she also cannot help but be inter but being like involved in these uh, dramas slash cases. You know, she just can't help. She she wants she's a girl who wants to fly under the radar, just do her own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, taste poison and yeah. make medicine. You know, but then she gets dragged into these. Um, these uh, dilemmas or these, yeah, yeah, where like her expertise, 
she can't help it. She does want like because she's so interested, she gets pulled into these uh these cases. That's true. Well, I keep calling them cases. I keep thinking of house. Yeah, right. But, like she keeps getting drawn into these cases. <laughs> I think that's a great. I think that's a great way. That's kind of like how we'll talk about them this episode. Like, yeah, we'll say that they're cases, yeah. right? They're but they're different like circumstances. You know, where she she's helping people that are sick or ill, or kind of like solving mysteries here and there of like yeah. why things are happening to people, um, why people are acting a certain way, and that's mostly because um. You know, her character in and of itself, she wants to fly under the radar. She, you know, doesn't look like a, quote, beautiful person. And, like, what she's passionate about, as you said, is, like, poison and and the the nerdiness of being an apothecary. Find, like finding medicinal herbs that will create, I don't know, medicines to do this, that. Like, that is her passion like truly to her core it just like fascinates her she has such a drive for it so to your point that love keeps <laughs> kind of drawing her into this situation yes her love for that and her knowledge of that draws her into these issues where she needs to take care of it mm-hmm. you know i um but what i like about this anime that it, every episode so far has been like there's a case there's a case yeah. and also right now we're in this like larger picture case like they're trying to figure out the the firework stuff i don't want to get too deep into it just in case for our your listeners that yeah. I don't want to ruin anything, but there, there is a larger story at hand. Of course. Along with like the, every episode that there is a case to solve, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm very interested again, only episode eight. Yeah. So, and I think what it's 13, 14 episodes. I'll probably finish it by the end of the day. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like one of the, one of the great things that I also love about Mau Mau. So I, I would say some of the reasons that she gets caught up in these cases is because she does, um, sort of win the eye of a eunuch on site. And oh, I think this, yeah. I, you can kind of see the the breadcrumbs of this, even in the first episode, so I don't feel like it's a spoiler. Also, y'all, they're on the poster. Like, you know what's going on. Like, those two characters are on the poster, okay? But this eunuch, uh, Jin, Jinshi? Jinshi? Yeah, yeah, Jinshi? Master Jinshi. That's Master a, Jinshi. Yeah, it calls him Master Jinshi. Um, one, of, one of, like, the head eunuchs mm-hmm. catches her eye because he is... As described in the show, very, very handsome. Fond over very <laughs> a stud. He's a stud. Fond over by all the ladies, like just walks on air, you know, everyone adores him and like he's such a like himbo that I feel like he eats it up. Like, would you describe him as a himbo? Uh, you know what? The b- perfect way he's just a pretty boy. He is mm. one chromosome away from being a woman. Oh Yeah, no, okay. like like you know what I'm saying I instead mean... of X you know, whatever the chromosome for men, it's a chromosome for women, you know, like he he's that beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Sure, that's what I'm trying to say. Sure, like a, so. like a, maybe a hyper feminine kind of person. Maybe is that? I I think that's how I would describe it. Like a like kind of more feminine feature. I don't know. Like I don't know. Beautiful, very, beautiful, very handsome. I just wanted to like be a little bit more specific um, about that. Um, but Mao Mao, given what she's passionate about, is not passionate about Jinchi. And he loves it. Yes, because he he's like he can't figure out it. why. Yeah, he's like I I could have any of these girls, you know, swooned up, but like mm. you know, Ma- Doctor Mama wants nothing to do with me. She looks at him she, different. Yeah, she actually like I love the animation they do, and like she like shivers anytime like he gets near or like he touches her shoulder. Yeah, like she shivers in like disgust almost yeah. or like a shock, like oh my god, he's touching me. Yeah. Get this filthy hand off me. It's like, and I, I think that's uh, what draws him in, 
him to her. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm on this. You know, we're halfway through, and you're there's she's starting to see the side of him that she's really starting to like because whatever like you know it was more like a caring aspect i think where he was caring for her when she discovered the poison but uh mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe something will happen i again i'm only episode eight so maybe something will happen between these two you know more than i do but uh their dynamic is truly fun to watch so i think like to your point there's a lot of elements i feel like about this anime that are really drawing like such a good big fandom and crowd so like we mentioned it's um got a little bit of history to it so it's like a historical drama with like you know very serious things like i wouldn't say that this is for children would you say this is like for kids like no not at all mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe teenagers but like no i would not say this is like a thing to put on for your kid yeah right yeah your kid in elementary you know there's like elements of it where i could believe that it's like something like for a shonen kind of audience but also not really because it is definitely feels like more of like a senin anime like made for adults but at the same time shoujo because you can tell that there are elements of romance in here yes yes um particularly between uh, Master mm-hmm. Jinshi and Dr. Mao Mao. You can tell. There's, there's something, something there. there. I'm very excited to see that unravel. Yeah. Not too sure yeah. if it ever will. It, it could be one of these animes where like there's just, just the tension there for forth. back and forth and nothing ever for like, you know, nothing's ever fruitful from it, but mm. it just keeps teasing us, you know, with yeah. it. It might be one of those, but it's definitely uh, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Very interested in how will that, how that will unravel. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're talking about even the animation, like I think with I think they do something that Demon Slayer kind of also does, but in a little bit of a more adult and maybe tasteful way, where like the animation is so good. I think yeah, yeah, I it's agree. It's very stunning. Yeah. And they have those moments. I think you actually mentioned it, right? Where like all of a sudden they'll have like a little chibi face. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like that little like uh, is it called chibi i don't know i don't know what you call it i call it the anya stuff a little dumb face dumb face you know when anya (laughs) makes that dumb face like she makes that same dumb face yeah which i i'm a sucker for those i know i think it's very funny it's cute yeah um it's a nice break for me particularly you know Mm because i don't really watch this type of anime Mm -hmm. so like i find it funny yeah you you, i never see it so it's funny and like like i was saying so like when you think of demon slayer and you've watched plenty of demon you're caught up in demon slayer I, no, I, I haven't seen anything past season one, but I have read that. Yeah, so long. That's true, you know, that's, that's my problem. True. I've seen so many anime that I just haven't. Oh, excuse me, the anime read. we got now, but I've read it all. Yeah, I just haven't. After I read it, ugh, I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch it. I'm not. I'm. Not, I. I don't experience that's, that, but that's I get fine, it. Yeah, but I yeah. get it. You already know. But um, like you know, in Demon Slayer, they will have such serious high stakes things mm-hmm. and then when they're being jokey it's like they're a whole scene of like chibi like whoops yeah like yeah you know? yeah, yeah. zenitsu prime example. zenitsu yeah. prime, prime example, example. Yeah. yeah they do they do it in the manga so yeah i get it anytime like zenitsu opens his mouth they're like well gotta draw him stupid yeah gotta be dumb now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but like this does it like what was the one thing you pa- you paused it and she was eating and they drew her with like a pig nose like they drew oh, around with yeah, like a pig nose because all she was doing was being a taste tester yeah yeah. so like any for a good like minute it was just like anytime they call her name she like she just had 
the the pig nose and the yeah. pig ears and just eat it and like round face chibi face you call it right mm-hmm. and just eat it i thought like this is kind of funny yeah yeah it's cute it, it's like the photo we have upstairs of us that you had that yeah. uh, that uh, artist made for us for uh, christmas same artist who did um the oas chibis oh really mm-hmm. okay like so like yeah just look at the artwork for their logo that's what i'm talking about and put like a pig nose over my face um green's face sorry my face Green's face, and then that is her. Literally, that is like, Doctor Mau Mau when she's <laughs> Doctor Mau. I love that you've been calling her Doctor Mau Mau. I, dude, I just can't take away House, and that they're just it's too alike mm-hmm. without the seriousness of House, mm-hmm. where like House is like on Percocets all the time. Yeah, you know this one. She's a she's good. She's a genius, mm-hmm. and she's she's also very good at deduction in terms of social social stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she could read body language. Yes, she, you know when she. Um, I don't want to ruin anything. So I no, almost, no, no. I almost yeah. went in a rabbit hole just That's talking all right. about that. That's all right. You can, you can talk non-specifically. Yeah. I think, for no. sure. Yeah. So uh, she's great at that stuff, and I think it's great. Um, very talented. It's interesting to me. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like w- w- when we start to get into episodes, and she's you know talking about apothecary-like things, medicinal herbs, mm-hmm. or. Um, you know, different types of flowers, different types of ingredients. And then when you're, she's relaying this about people, to your point, you know, what they do such a great job, again, with the, even the animation is like, it really kind of brings you almost into Mao Mao's mind's eye, where like, things are kind of just like floating around, but you know, you're getting glimpses of scenes and and you're really, really seeing this from her perspective, which is like, at least for me, I am not a medical professional. You are. So like, I would not see these things. Right. But like, as a medical, as someone who, you know, has been in the medical profession, like, I don't know, what is your take on Mau Mau's deductions from that perspective? Or is it this the kind of the same as like a person? Well, no, it's the same. It's actually like a doctor. Mm-hmm. So like, it's kind of cool. Cause like, this is what in, we'll call this like, you know, in, a thousand right that year 1000 1200 whatever oh, yeah. right and then versus it, here it's still it's still where you go through the same deductions of what you need what what uh the diagnosis will be you know mm-hmm. you go through the symptoms and then but for her she's like i okay rash could be this blah blah blah, blah. it's yeah. it, it's it's very similar and i think it's interesting and yeah. i love that parallel yeah like modern medicine versus her uh dr mao mao's medicine dr mao I, I i can't say that a word I, how do you say it what do you mean? That, that, right there. The the name of the anime. Oh, Apothecary. Apothecary. I messed it up in the beginning, so Apothecary? that's why. Apothecary? Apothecary, yeah. That, like, I love the parallel. Yeah. She definitely, um, It. I think also people are getting a, a fun kick out of hearing, like, the olden ways that she will think to cure something, or the olden ways that she will come to realize that something isn't correct or like what is causing an illness like i think that that's very interesting for people too because she does talk about like specific types of i keep i keep saying this but she talks about specific types of you know flowers and like different kinds of poison oh well if you mix this with this it creates this kind of poison and that's what i'm smelling on that or Mm -hmm. that's what i think would cause these kinds of symptoms like that in and of itself i think people are finding very interesting um whether they're in the medical field i feel like or not because at that time, you know, it's not like they had like what we would call, I mean, they did, but in a different way. I think, I think that stuff is interesting. It's like thinking about like a painkiller. Yeah. At that time. Kind of like to, de- not detour, but like to 
go off the that offbeaten road that you're sure. starting to create. Um, it, it's crazy how like let's in her age, right? They're doing like the apothecary. Apothecary. Um, they have their own like you know called medical journal on what to do. Yeah, and she's telling people that this will heal this, like certain flowers and whatever combinations of uh, herbs will heal or make you feel better, right? And then you go into like the 16th, 1700s, where it's the same thing done, but now it's witchcraft. And you uh, get hungry. You know, uh-huh. and then, then we come back to, you know, modern today where mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is healing. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how like, you know, it's well, almost like time. Well, it's like, interesting. Like we're started going on that rant. I just came no, to my no, brain. I think that's interesting. So like, do you, but like, were there, was there witch culture in China? Oh no! I'm, I, what I meant is here in the, in like you know like Salem, for example. I'm saying no. I I so. understand. I understand. But I, I'm I'm more so like deducing like you know difference in oh, I don't know. like region, like you know. Probably. I just th- I just think that that's interesting too. Okay. Like, you know, I think that that's an interesting rabbit hole. I was just saying, like yeah, you know, yeah. like um, here we had this weird Salem and witchcraft thing, but over there, like, I bet they didn't have that, but I would be interested. Yeah. Like Eastern medicine was like, you know, you go to the doctor, you listen to them Yeah, over there. Right. You know, but over here it's witchcraft back (laughs) back then in the 1600s. So random. Just, I was just thinking about parallels. Yeah. It's like, you know, this, this anime doc house MD Eastern medicine, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. witchcraft, like, um, like, you know, what we quote unquote rich, rich witchcraft, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I also think like this idea of like the different roles and and seeing the different status of everybody in within the palace. And I I think that's interesting. Like, you know, there are some scenarios where uh, Mau Mau, you know, goes to talk to like, or, or the groups come to meet and we're kind of seeing the differences of status of concubines themselves, mm-hmm. the differences of like, this the mids the the under status under each concubine of like their ladies in waiting and what their roles are like these are all things that i'm finding very very interesting mm-hmm. yeah um and then even you know the the eunuchs like i like understanding their role like there clearly is like one eunuch who's like a little you know in charge like our chinchi and there's other ones that are not i don't know like i i i really think that you know having sort of a romance element having our main character be so just wonderfully written and so complete and so whole and like having other things that she's interested in, you know, and, and reasons why she does things like just very meticulously written character, which is really, you know, refreshing. And we get more and more of that. I mean, I just gagged about free like, I feel like two or three weeks ago, another yeah. character with like lots of depth who, you know, is a lady and so forth. Um, but I think people are really resonating with those things. And she's kind of like an anti-character. She's, she's like snarky and so forth. I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles, remembering different things that I want to talk about for each thing. But Mamos, her attitude is like, she's really not like the rest of those people. Yes, I agree. That's a great word to put anti-character. I like that one. Yeah. I don't like anti-lead, anti-protagonist. Right. I don't know. Like I hear what you're saying. Yeah, no. It's it's definitely worth the watch, guys. So you definitely should check it out. Yeah. For sure. I love it. I'm gonna finish it tonight, honestly. Yeah. I started it well, I started at like eight o'clock in the morning. It's only like twenty two minutes each. Yeah. It's not bad. I'll finish it today. 
Um, alrighty, team. I hope that you enjoyed our little, like, super impromptu rant, I guess, about <laughs> Apothecary Diaries. And if you haven't already, definitely check it out. We'll be back next week with a little bit more of our usual stuff. Um, but otherwise, like, it's been nice chatting with you. And Cheeks, thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Mm. Um, I love this show. I listen every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, excited to... Uh, hear this episode and hear the future ones you guys have uh, coming up. You and Binge Monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're it's going to be a good year. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to follow These Sweet Cheeks on YouTube for more Cheeks content. And with that, I've been Green Queen. It's your boy Cheeks. And goodbye.